who came expecting, yes. hallelujah, then God will touch you. Amen. We're, we're here at the River Church. It's not about a man touching you. It's about God touching you. Amen. Yes. It's about the Holy Spirit moving in your life. Amen. As we yield to the Holy Spirit. And I believe it's a time of the church. Amen. To step out. And I believe that we're going to, we start to start moving in the God kind of faith, church. Amen. Amen. The God kind of miracles. The God kind of provision. The God kind. Amen. Come on. Of signs and wonders. And we, I believe that this is the church's finest hour. Amen. Amen. You know, and God has been building you up for this time. Amen. And that's why he's kept you alive. Because I believe it is not, when I say it's the church's finest hour, it's not, it's not an organization. It's not an organization. It's you. That's right. It's the church. Hallelujah. It's not just some organization. You know, some denomination that's going to prosper. It is you. You are the church. Amen? Hallelujah. And that's why God wants to prosper you. He wants to touch you. He wants to equip you. Amen? Hallelujah. He wants to use you. Amen? Amen. He wants to use you. Who's ready to be used by God? Who knows that you can't do it without Him? Amen? Can you imagine? Where would you be without God today? Where would I be without God today? Who? But you know what? I don't even think about it. I think about where I'm going with God. Amen? Hallelujah. Because if God is for you, who can be against you? God is on your side. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this morning, what really I'm going to minister on is the path to victory. Amen? You know, there is a pathway to victory. Amen? Hallelujah. There is a path to victory. We are down the path of victory. Amen? Jesus has conquered all. Jesus is our victory. And we know that one day we're going to get the heaven out of here. There's a place being prepared for us. You've got to realize that, church. That this is not your final destination. Earth is not our final destination. It's just a jumping off point. Amen? We're just passing through. But there is a mansion in heaven being Built and prepared for you. Amen? It's being prepared. It's being fashioned. It's being... You know, I don't even know how that all works. Hallelujah. But Jesus says that He prepares a place for you. Isn't that amazing? It doesn't even say that the saints prepare it. That have gone on before. He's preparing it. Can you imagine? Anything you want, anything that you... Come on, when Jesus does it for you, when your Father, your Heavenly Father does it for you, I'm telling you what, it's going to be the best. Amen? It's going to be, it's going to be so spectacular, so all, I mean, inspiring. I don't even know how to, even what to describe it. Amen? So I guarantee you, it is worth it, church. It is worth it. Whatever you face on this earth, whatever persecution, whatever trials, whatever you go through, it is worth it because one day you will be in heaven with God. Amen? Hallelujah! What a better place to be. That's your final destination. Amen? Hallelujah. As long as you're saved. Hallelujah. So we welcome you that are watching from around the world today. Amen. Welcome to Live from the River. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wherever you are. Come on. Wherever you are. Wherever you're listening from. I mean, 
I'm going to say hello to some people. Hi to you from China. Hi for, to you in Russia. Amen? Hi from you in, the Pakistan, in Pakistan. Amen? We say hi from the river. Amen? Come on. Wherever you are. It's all over. It's like ten different countries. We get all the statistics. It's amazing. All over. It, hi from you in Mexico. Amen? Hello. In Canada. In Europe. Amen? In Africa. It's all over. People watch us from all over. Amen? Come on. So the gospel is going forth. People's lives. And you know the thing about it is we won't really even know until we get to heaven. Amen? But I believe, amen, as you're faithful, as you're kingdom minded, amen, it's going to be bigger than what you can imagine. Amen? Of the influence that you have here on earth in people's lives that within... Amen? In heaven, the full reality of that, you'll see it. Amen? Hallelujah. Think about it. You sowed into ministries. You sow into this church. You sow in... Come on. You sow into souls. Think about it. The, what's going to happen in heaven. Amen? People's lives that you impacted because you were part of that. Hallelujah. But there's a pathway to victory and we've got to stay that path. We've got to stay that course. Amen? You know, we sing that song, I'm stepping out of the boat, I'm keeping my eyes on Jesus, amen? Come on, no matter what wind and wave, no matter what it is, amen, we're keeping our eyes on Jesus, hallelujah. And the reality is, though, you know, it's, it's amazing to me, I, I heard this, this uh, older preacher say, as years and years and years as he's gotten older, he realized one thing about Peter and the boat. He said he should have never gotten out of the boat. I say no! Amen? What he should have done is sunk the boat. Amen? So there was no going back. Hallelujah. You know, and that's the problem is, you get out on the water, and then what happens? You're looking back, where's the boat? Stop looking back. Amen? Stop looking at the natural. You walk in the supernatural. You walk by faith. Amen. Come on. And you'll see signs and wonders and miracles. As a matter of fact, you'll be the sign and the wonder. Don't you think the rest of those? I tell you what. It amazes me. Peter gets out. You got 11 in the boat. No one else got out. Think about it. They stayed sitting in the boat. Think about it. But it took one. With faith, with his eyes on Jesus, and said, I'm getting out. I'm going to, by faith, I'm stepping out. I'm stepping over. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And guess what? It was him recorded. Yeah, he sunk. Yeah. But he walked on water. Amen? And he walked back to the boat. Hallelujah. He walked back on water. Amen? Hallelujah. So there's that little choppy, that little. You know, in between there, that little... But you know what? He walked on water. Don't let the bumps or the speed bumps in life slow you down. Amen? Come on. Have you ever gone... I don't, I don't know what just over. I just woke up this way, I guess, you know. Have you ever gone down the road and you see a speed bump there? And you slow down for the speed bump and you go over it real slow, Right? Do you just stay slow? No. A lot of people do that in life, spiritually. It's just like they slow. 
They hit a bump and they just stay the speed that they went over the bump. Pick up speed, church. Amen. Come on. It's time to pick up speed. It's time to get on that accelerator. Amen. Come on. By faith. Hallelujah. And accelerate into the things of God. Hallelujah. You don't stay that speed, that 5 miles per hour or 10 miles per hour or whatever that is going. You get on that accelerator. Amen. Come on. Give it the gas. Amen, church? We give it the gas and we go. Amen? Hallelujah. I won't give them a commercial ad. Give a speeding ticket. But dale gas. Give it the gas. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. It's time to give it the gas, church. Hallelujah. Amen? Because he wants... God's going to fill you up. Amen? Come on. I'm talking about a high-octane level of faith. A high, I'm talking about the best, the you know what I'm saying? Who's ever been in race cars? Who they had the you know nitric oxide, or they have they run off of actually pure some vehicles when they when they do the uh, uh, when they race they run under under a special type of fuel that burns. It's a high octane. Amen. You know those drag dragsters? They'll run off of alcohol. Why? Because it gives them the boost. They need to win. Amen? And I believe that the church is going to get the boost. Amen? It's going to get the boost that they need to win. Amen? Amen. To finish. To, to finish and not just finish in behind, but finish in first place. Amen? I see a bunch of winners in here. Amen? No losers at the River Church. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the path to victory. Amen? The path to victory. I'll tell you what. I just... Hallelujah. When the Lord woke me up at 4.32 this morning, it just dropped in me. Amen? It's funny how he'll do that. Amen? Does he ever do that? It's like, I was planning on sleeping later, Lord. This thing just stirring in me. Amen? So go with me to 2 Corinthians. Amen? 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. And let me just read as you go there this morning. Amen? Come into agreement with me. Thank you, Lord, for your word as it goes forth this morning. It destroys the yoke. As the anointing goes forth, it destroys the yoke. Lord God, that freedom will come in people's lives. Strength will come. Healing will come. Health will come. Prosperity will come. That everything, Lord God, you have for them, it will come. Hallelujah. And that the mighty hand, your mighty hand, Lord God, is upon their lives for this hour. For such a time as this, the church has been raised up to see a mighty, mighty awakening as the world is awakened by your glory that's coming on the church. They've been desiring it. They've been waiting for it. They've been in earnest expectation. And I say now the time is, Lord, hallelujah, as you do it according to your will. And we thank you and we give you the glory and give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Who believes it? Second Corinthians 2.14 says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the Savior of His knowledge by us in every place. Amen? God does not lead you in failure. Amen? God leads you in triumph by Christ Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. Woo! 
He leads you. You know, many people are looking back at failures. Let it go. Those things that happen in your past, the failures, the mistakes, can become weights, like an anchor that will sink your ship or prevent your ship from moving. No ship, not even the greatest uh, 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 water or ocean vessel, can go anywhere if it is stuck at the dock. Amen? Too many times people are stuck at the dock. You know what? Jesus, as your captain, can't even navigate you. But you got him stuck there too. Amen? But it's when. Amen? Hallelujah. Those anchors are pulled up. Pulled up! And that you set the course by faith, amen, of where God wants you to go. Hallelujah. And we all know that that rudder, you don't understand. Take a cruise ship, a huge cruise ship. You know, have you ever been on a cruise? Pastor Gloria and I, we like Royal Caribbean. And we've been on Royal Caribbean. And I mean, it's this vessel that's like, they're almost unbelievable. It's a city that floats in the water. It's the wildest thing. But you know what controls the direction of that ship? This little thing on the back underneath called a rudder. So a lot of times what's controlling us, church, amen, is this little thing in our mouth called the tongue. Amen? It is the rudder. And I believe it's time for the church to stop speaking about things, speaking doubt, Speak in unbelief, but we're going to speak by faith. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm not saying that that's you. I know. Amen? We speak faith around here. Amen? We speak the Word of God. But many times, people cannot even get going along this path, on this course to victory. They're stuck there because of the words they speak. And I'm going to encourage you, even you that are watching, if you ever spoke a word that was negative or in doubt or unbelief, that you would speak to that thing that it's not going to hold you back anymore. You would repent and say, Lord, if I said anything, amen. I'm not asking you to do it right now. You might if you're watching. I mean, you can if you want to here. But as you say, you know what, Lord, I may have said things and even your actions, you've done some things that you would say, Lord, I'm putting them under the blood. Amen. Come on. I'm putting them under. I'm not going to allow anything to stop me or prevent me from going where you want me to go, Lord. Amen. Amen. Come on. And I mean, I have a lot of testimonies on that where people have spoken things like people that said they weren't going to live past 40 or they even wouldn't make it to 40. And six months shy of their 40th birthday, they die. Because they spoke it, and they spoke, even their family heard them say things. They heard them say things like it. Even as a young person, like 18, 19, 20 years old, they would speak it, speak it. And then guess what? They never made it to 40. Why? Because words are spiritual containers, and when you put them out there, you put a law into motion. Amen? And you'll bear the fruit thereof. So just I just I'm just saying that, amen. We gotta catch ourselves sometimes, amen? Right. 
Because I do. I mean, even myself, I find myself will saying something, not necessarily in doubt, but I'll say something maybe negative. Especially if I'm driving. It's one of my pet peeves. Just being transparent. You know what I say the problem with roads are today? Other people are on them besides me. That's the problem with roads today. Amen? Hallelujah. There, no, I had it first. Amen? But you see, but you could even then be, just speak a negative or something. Not that I curse or not that I, you know, I'm not that, but you just, out of frustration, will kind of like speak something. You know, shouldn't do that. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Because here we can see that now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Amen? And as we stay in Christ, we will always triumph. As When we're doing, come on. God's will, and I love that it says, it doesn't say here, it doesn't say that causes us to fail. It doesn't say that. There's no failure. Amen? We have a no quit, no fail, amen, attitude. But it has a lot to do with our heart attitude. So on this pathway of victory, a lot of it has to do with our heart. It's a heart attitude. Amen? Can't be complaining and bickering and fighting and it's about the heart. Amen? Hallelujah. It's about encouraging yourself and encouraging others around you to do what? To have this triumph. Amen? That Christ is trying to lead us. You know, He wants to lead us. God wants to lead us in triumph. Amen? Hallelujah. God wants to lead us in the victories. Amen? You know, it's amazing because if you go back to 1 Corinthians, this is what's amazing is, 1 Corinthians 15, it talks about the same thing. I read you the second letter. Paul wrote two letters in length dealing with certain things. But go back with me to 15, 1 Corinthians 15, chapter 15, verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that awesome? You see, God, here it is, using Paul, speaking about the church. It's the time for the church to rise up in victory. For the church to know who they are. God leads you in triumph. God leads you in victory. You have the victory. Amen. Don't ever think of your life as being a failure. Don't ever think of your life somehow that you're limited, that you can't fulfill God's will. You're going to fulfill it. Amen? Hallelujah. You're going to fulfill it. You're going to complete the very thing God wants you to do. You are not a failure. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And guess what? Your past failures do not identify with who you are today. Amen? Hallelujah. They have past things that you've done. Amen? Come on. Guess what? It's the past. And we got to stop looking at the past. Amen? But we got to start looking to Jesus. Amen? The author and finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Because God orders our steps. You know, that's the awesome thing is, God, He wants to order your steps. Well, if you're looking at the past, how can God order your steps that are before you? He sets it before you. Amen? Come on. The race that's before you. Hallelujah. I just, I just find it just awesome how really you can find this here that it's a theme of victory. That's what our theme is. Amen? Come on. Victory. Hallelujah. Freedom. 
Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. That's what he's doing in this hour, church. No matter what it looks like, no matter what the news media, mass media cartel says, no matter what anybody says, no matter what the doctor says, no matter what the bank says, amen? We have the victory. Amen? Amen. We are an overcoming church. We are more than conquerors. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, and things look a little like, it, it almost, am I the only one or does it seem like we're in this little like, what's really going on right now in America? What's really the truth? What's really happening? It almost seems like this little, uh, what's the word? Help me somebody. Amen? Help me. It's like this little, the season in between. Limbo is a good word. Limbo. Isn't it weird? Like what really is going on? Because the media is telling you one thing, but that's not really, really what's happening. I mean, I'm just wondering who's really occupying the White House, if anybody. The pretender, pretender. Supposedly not even there. Interesting little thing. Yes, I will. I'll talk about it. I I don't gamble. I'm not a gambler. I don't gamble. As a Christian, and the, what the Word of God says, I don't gamble. I don't gamble on things. Amen? Hallelujah. I don't take gambles on, on things like that. But even for the presidency, for the election, there are people that, you know, you can gamble on that. And in, in Las Vegas, just interesting fact here, Las Vegas, they vote, you know, people, people gambled or made wagers based upon who was going to win, Biden or Trump. Do you know that Las Vegas is not even paying them out? Because they're saying they got to hold the funds. If Vegas, Las Vegas says, we got to hold the funds because really, we're not sure, we really don't know, there can, there's some complications there, we're going to hold those funds. And they said, we might start releasing them maybe in March. Can you imagine? I'm just giving you a tidbit of information. What's really happening in America? Amen? Don't ever think that the church doesn't have the victory. Amen? Don't ever think that God just stopped or God quit or God's not moving. He is moving. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. He's in our midst. Hallelujah. So I'm just saying. I'll just point out another thing. So, oh, pastor, you got to get all political. Every pastor should be. Amen. Jesus dealt with every single, every single realm, including government and politics. Yes. Even the financial, when he fashioned whips and beat the money changers. Amen. But here it is. If you have the house... Just gonna say, I'm just I'm just giving you some information to so that you can think about it. If Biden is president, why would he be signing forty something odd executive orders when you have the House and the Senate? That you could pass any bill, you could pass it right along. Yet you have to do it by executive orders. Is it because maybe you have to put on a show because there is no real power? Hello? Maybe because if the House 
and then it moved to the Senate, actually had a bill that would then go to the president's desk. They don't know what desk to put it on for the president to sign. Just giving you some information so that you can think about it. Amen to that. <laughs> Pastor Gloria said, things that make you go, hmm. Amen? Just saying. Church, don't give up. Amen? Church, don't quit. Don't stop believing. Amen? Hallelujah. Don't stop believing. Don't stop praying. Don't get discouraged. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Don't. 1 Timothy. Six twelve says, "Fight the good fight of faith. Don't quit. Don't give up. Amen. Don't stop. It's a fight of faith, but it's a good fight. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a good fight. Oh, I feel the anointing right now of God. Right now, you are equipped. You are anointed to fight the good fight of faith. Amen." You are anointed for this hour, church. You are anointed by God. Amen? In the face of every giant, in the face of every circumstance, in the face of every wall, get ready, church. You're going to see the breakthrough. You'll see the walls come down. You'll see the battle won. You'll see a great victory. Amen? Come on. If David slew a midget, he would not be the hero he was. But he slew a giant. Amen? Amen? He slew a giant. Fight the good fight of faith. Oh, hallelujah. 1 John 5, 4 says, And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. As we are on the pathway of victory, faith is the overcoming force that's in us. Amen? Come on. Faith. Faith. Not in what man says, but in what God says. Faith does not deny fact. Faith changes fact because faith looks to the fact of God's Word. Amen? Amen? What does God's Word say? Well, I'll tell you. He leads you in triumph. He leads you in victory. Amen? Hallelujah. He leads you. But you have to let Him. you got to go His way. Because if you don't go His way, you might go the way of the dodo bird. But we're going to go God's way. Amen? Hallelujah. We're going to stick on the path of victory. Amen? We're looking somewhere, church. We're looking somewhere. Hallelujah. Many people, even as they're headed, they look at the mountain. I look beyond the mountain. Because the fact of the matter is, if you have a mustard-sized seed of faith, you can tell that mountain to be removed and cast into the sea. You can tell that mountain, be no more. You speak to the mountain, the mountain has to remove. And so you're going to get to your final destination, church. Amen? Hallelujah. You will get beyond the mountain. Why people go around the mountain? Like the Israelites. Can you imagine? 40 years around the mountain. Around the mountain. Circling. Circling. 
Circle in. Circle in. Doubt. Unbelief. Tell you what, I, I'm not gonna, I don't need to go to God and talk about my mountain. I just talk to my mountain about my God. Amen? I just speak to the mountain. Amen? Amen. God didn't call you to talk about your mountains. God called you to speak to mountains. Amen? Hallelujah. How many times do we find ourselves talking about our mountains? You will not find comfort talking about your mountains. But it's when you speak to that mountain, you'll see that faith come alive. Amen? Come on. When faith comes alive, you will speak and speak and speak and speak. I'm not concerned about what's trying to prevent me from what's getting to where I'm going. Amen? I focused on where I'm going. Amen? Amen. Not what's preventing me there. Because Jesus, hallelujah. Woo! He went to Calvary. He rose from the dead. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Calvary was a tough thing. And we all carry our cross daily. Work out our own salvation by faith. With fear and trembling is what it says. Amen? There are things you're going to face in life. You will face them. But I believe you'll face them standing strong eye to eye. Amen? Anything standing in your way, you look it in the face and you tell it, get out in Jesus' name. Get out of the way. Hallelujah. Because I'm coming through. Amen? Hallelujah. But it's a fight. Amen? A fight of faith. We overcome. We have the victory. Amen? By faith. See, the thing is, Jesus says, I've overcome the world. And you can overcome the world. You can have the victory by faith. Amen? Think of, we don't need to do it any other way. We need to do it Jesus' way. Amen? Not our way. Our way gets us in trouble. Amen? Hallelujah. Faith is not mere talk. Faith is a fight. Amen? Ooh, that's a good one right there. You are an ordained fighter. Amen? So when you're headed down this path to victory, you're ordained by God. You've been anointed by God. Amen? You've been supernaturally given the equipment to get the job done. Amen? You have supernatural dynamite. Amen? You know, I love it because when it talks about you shall receive, you know, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen? You shall receive what? Power. Dunamis. Dynamite. Amen? You got a, you got a supernatural dynamite. Amen? You have this dunamis, God-given, dunamis, God-given, power, dynamite. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. To what? Blow up anything that stands in your way. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm a good, you know, I'm a country boy. I grew up that way. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. If you never become a fighter, you can never become a winner. How can you win something that you're not willing to go against? Because the fact of the matter is, if you don't conquer it, it's going to conquer you. Amen? 
Nobody has ever won a competition without putting up a fight. Amen? No one's won. You've got to exert some energy. You've got to, come on. You've got to exert your faith. You have to, as the church, amen? Come on. You have to utilize and use what you have and use it to the fullest. <clears throat> amen? amen? So how bad you want it, church? Amen? Was it John Osteen that used to say, how big you want to? How big you want to? How bad do you want it, church? Amen? <clears throat> to live a triumph life, it takes a fight of faith. I'm going to say that again. To live a triumphant life, it takes a fight of faith. Amen? Hallelujah. It takes that. We can't just be bystanders. We can't just be like, think it's going to... By osmosis going to work. It doesn't. It takes something on our part. Amen? And more than ever, that's why people are like, oh my goodness, because of everything that happened in 2020 and everything, you know, it, it, my ministry, my church, my whatever it was, you know, oh my goodness, I'm ha I'm, it was just totally, I'm devastated. I don't know what to do. I'm praying and I'm asking God. You should have already been praying. Oh, but I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it tomorrow. I'll get it the next day. It doesn't always work that way. It might take months for you to get an answer from God. It might take... You understand what I'm saying is, we've got to stay in that preparation. You should have been praying last January, last February, last March. Amen? You should have been seeking God. What am I going to do in the face of this thing? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Not just now. Like, on the defensive. Church, we have to be on the offensive. Amen? Hallelujah. I say it many a times. I used to say it all the time. I don't say it much anymore. But it just came to me. I say, yeah, the devil might get in some, some blows. Amen? Like in that fight of faith, you know, the devil might get in some blows. But guess what? I'm going to strike first. I will never be the one where the devil gets me, hits me first. I'm going to hit him first. Amen? And the reality is, I'm going to strike the final blow in victory. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So whatever it is that comes against you, those things come. But it's because you're moving forward. You're doing something. You're accomplishing something. So the enemy would try to come against you to stop you. But guess what? He's not. You'll just trample right over him. Amen? Hallelujah. I just had a picture of, of the devil. You know, Have you ever seen these crazed mobs that just run and they trample people? Now we're not crazy. But we are somewhat of a mob. I'm just saying, we're, 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 we're the church. Amen? Just running towards the course that God would have us. And the devil's getting trampled under our feet. Amen? Because where does he? The only place that the devil has a right to be. Under your feet. It's the only place. So stop carrying him around, church. Amen? Don't let them sit on your back or your shoulders. Hallelujah. Yeah, that was for you, somebody watching. Get rid of them. You know, David knew God's word when it came to Goliath. And when it came to battle. That's the amazing thing. The Lord had promised them 
that no man would be able to stand before them. Deuteronomy 11.25. Check this out. Deuteronomy 11.25. There shall no man be able to stand before you. See, David just knew the word. Ooh, Goliath. He's a man. You see them Philistines? Men. Don't you think David looked at it and said, Word, Deuteronomy 11.25, God's Word, there shall no man be able to stand before me. Why do you think Goliath fell? Hallelujah. When he flung that stone. Amen? Come on. Why? Because he had to. No man could stand. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. The enemy's not ordained to stand when you're coming around. Amen? Come on. The enemy is ordained to fall, but you've got to do it. You've got to rise up. You've got to, amen, fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. You know, you're battling through some things. You're fighting through some things. I mean, is it just me or is it just like, I mean, maybe it's just you just go through life and everything is just perfect. It's not. Amen? Come on. But... But we're being perfected as we walk by faith, as we live by faith, as we do according to God's Word, as we obey. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'll tell you what, we're on a path to victory and we're going to reach the destination of it. Amen. We're going to cross that finish line. Hallelujah. Philippians 3, 12 through 21. Philippians 3, 12 through 21 in the Amplified Classic says, so I printed it out. Now that I have now attained this ideal or have already been made perfect, but I press on to lay hold of or grasp and make my own. You've got to make it your own church. Amen? Amen. That for which Christ Jesus, the Messiah, has laid hold of me and made me his own. Amen? Oh, think about that right there. I mean, that can speak to you right there. Jesus grabbing hold of you, making you his own. Amen? It's time to seek Jesus. Even on a, on, I'm telling you what, church, come on. Because when you make him your own. Amen. Hallelujah. When you surrender and yield to Him, then what's His becomes yours. Hallelujah. The victory He won becomes your victory. <coughs> Woo! Think about that. I'll tell you what. Yes, Jesus took all sickness and disease upon His body, but He didn't stay sick and diseased. Do you understand? Hallelujah. He rose in victory. Because of death, he lay in a grave, but he didn't stay dead. Hallelujah. He rose from the dead by the power of God. And the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quickens your mortal body. Amen? See, it becomes your own. Ooh, that's that's good preaching right there, Jason. Amen? I'm preaching to myself. You understand that? I'm preaching to myself too. Amen? You should be like, oh, the pastor, that's really good. Well, yeah. Praise God. Yes, I was blessed too. 
Amen? Amen. If Jesus attained it, if Jesus got it, if Jesus did it, if Jesus has it, you got it. Amen? You will attain it. Amen? It will be yours. Matter of fact, it is. It is yours. It's yours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Going on to verse 13. Philippians 3. I do not consider, brethren, that I have captured and made it my own yet. But one thing. Do it is my one aspiration. See, we're there. Are we in heaven, church? Spiritually, yes. We're seated in heavenly places. But we're still here on the earth. We still got a job to do. Amen? Are we in glorified bodies, church? No. We're still in those old things. Trust me. My glorified body, you're going to wait and see my hair. It's going to be the thickest, most beautiful golden locks you've ever seen in your I prophesy. Amen? No, come on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're in these bodies, but... Hallelujah. Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I'm not worried about what's behind. Amen? It's about what's ahead of me. Amen? So what's ahead of me? I press on toward the goal to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us upward. Amen? You know, there's something right there. A lot of times we're looking the wrong direction even with that. Amen? Come on. Look up, church. Look up. For your salvation, for your deliverance draws nigh. Look up. Amen? Hallelujah. That's why even... Many a times when we pray, we pray the prayer of salvation with people. We say, put your right hand to heaven. Amen? Because heaven is where your help comes from. That Look up from which your help comes from. Amen? Not down. Not around. Not in another person. Not in your bank account. Not in, come on, not in a pill. Not in a prescription. Not in a... I'm saying, do we live in this world so we function and we use those things? Yes. There are things that we, you understand. But look upward. Amen? Look upward. Look up. Amen? So let those of us who are spiritually mature and full grown have this mind and hold these convictions. And if any, and if in any respect you have a different attitude of mind, God will make that clear to you also. You know what it's about? Renewing our mind according to God's Word. Amen? Letting God work on our hearts so we have a good attitude. A heart attitude that's towards God, towards our family, our friends, towards men that we have. Amen? Come on. Not a bad attitude. Only let us hold true to what we have already attained and walk and order our lives by that. Woo, that's something good right there. By that. What have you, or what have you attained already, church? 
What have you attained? You that are watching and listening, what have you already attained? Have you attained salvation? Are you saved, church? Have you attained the Spirit? Have you attained the Word? Have you? What have you got already? Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. You got it all. It's yours. Go by that. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth mentioning what that is. Because a lot of people attain other things. They have other things still in their lives that are still there that are not of God's kingdom. That are not of God's will. That are not of... Amen? They operate. That's why... You ever wonder why people are different than you or operate different than you? Or You know how many people get around other believers or so-called believers or Christians, right? But what's coming out of their mouth is way different than what's coming out of your mouth. You know, you can get around a lot of people and you know... I'm headed to a different place they are. I'm just saying. Amen? Has something to do with this. Amen? Hallelujah. Why? Because I'm on a different course. I'm on a different course. I'm on a different pathway. Amen? I'm on a pathway. Hallelujah. To victory. I'm on a pathway. Amen? Amen. To the hereafter, the eternal. The, the Amen? Come on. I'm on a pathway to glory. Amen? To be in God's glory. I'm on a pathway. I'm on a pathway that's different. Amen? Hallelujah. You're not necessarily going the same place. Amen? Hallelujah. Some people. You know, some people is like, you're not necessarily. We're, amen? It doesn't mean that you don't love them. It doesn't mean, but they're just headed a different place. It's like, but I'm going to head. Amen? Come on. I'm headed that direction. I'm going. I'm looking upward. Amen? Come on. And I'm going to attain. I'm going to get. I'm gonna, I've already attained. Amen? Who's attained faith? You got faith, church? Amen. Come on. You got faith. Hallelujah. But I love that. 16. I'm going to read it again. Only let us hold true to what we have already attained and walk and order our lives by that. Amen? So what's fashioning in our lives? Amen? Brethren, together follow by my example and observe those who live after the pattern we have set for you. Amen? So thank God for that. Who's here today because of another person? Who's in the kingdom? What I mean by that is, who's in the kingdom of God because of another person? Another person that helped you. Another person that was... And guess what? Now we are that example. Now we are that person for somebody. Amen? To help them. Amen? Amen. Not be their personal Holy Ghost. No. You understand? Too many people run around trying to be... I talk about these super spiritual, you know, spiritualists and stuff, and they try to be the Spirit to people. Stop it. Amen? Hallelujah. I know that's not you here, but I'm just, I have to say it. Amen? For those that are watching and later, because people run around, they try to be... You, 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 are not, you are not to be God to anybody. You're not to be the Holy Ghost to anybody. Let God be God. Lead them to God. Amen? Lead them to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God. I mean, it's, I'm not running around getting people baptized in Jason. My goodness. What a mess that would be. But you understand, I'm just, I have to say it. Amen? I have to say it. 
For there are many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears who walk live as enemies of the cross of Christ, the anointed one. Many. And and I'm going to say it. I don't think Paul was talking about the Gentiles. He was writing this to the church at Philippi. Many are enemies. Yes, we know. You know. You know there's enemies. You know there's enemies. Amen? Come on. But I'm talking about within. You know, I can't... I've had... I've had breakfast many, many days actually this week with pastors that had breakfast with different pastors. And, you know, it's amazing to me because every single one of them have told me some other church turned them in. Yeah. Some other pastor turned them in during this whole COVID nonsense. Oh, yeah. yes. And they had the police show up. We had a complaint. We had it, but it was it was an actual insider, not an outsider. It was an insider. Isn't that something? Believers turning in believers, calling the cops on believers because you're assembling together and worshiping God. Are they really believers? Which is your First Amendment? Amen. Which don't even get me off on that because I can spend a lot of time there. But I will say this. America was birthed out of a desire to worship God freely. Bottom line. And that's what the first... Matter of fact, business, if you have any freedoms, you better thank the church. Matter of fact, the media. And I will say this and I will say it loud. Media... You better thank the church because you have a re- you have freedom of speech because the church. Bottom line. That's it. Bottom line. Right. Ooh, let that one sink in. So I said it. The church set the way. The church laid the foundation. The church set the course. Not anything else. Because right. it was done by the hand of God through the church. Bottom line. Bingo. So you better thank the church. Really, just thank God for the church. Because they were the ones that set the course. They were the ones... Assembly? Thank you, church. Free speech? Thank you, church. Freedom to print, too. Yeah. Print? Freedom, the freedom to print? Thank you, church. Even the whole... With you can actually protest, or should I say, make a grievance or regress for grievances against the government. Thank you, church. See, it wasn't that the church was supposed to be out of the government's business. It was that the government to be out of the church's business. The government led, they turned it, they flipped it. They're trying to get in everybody's business. But it is the church that should be in there. They're the ones that laid the foundation. The very first, the, I mean, not even just the First Amendment. Come on. Amen to that. And my name is Jason Mangum, and I endorse this message. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 19, they are doomed, and their fate is eternal misery, perdition. Their God 
is their stomach, their appetites, their sensuality. And they glory in their shame, siding with earthly things and being of their party. Oh, that don't even, I'm going to be careful. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. People are, they're, they're, they're right here. Look, I'm just saying. And being of their party. Who are you aligning yourself with, church? Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Who have you hooked your wagon to? That's the that's thing I love. You know the old, the old wagons that you used to get? The little red wagon? Radio flyers? As kids, we'd get those things. And you would get one on a bicycle. And then you would hook that thing to the back of the bicycle. And you would fill as many up. And poor kid that was pedaling the thing. But you know, you get two or three kids in the back trying to pull that thing. Amen? But they hooked up their wagon. Who have you hooked up your wagon with? Amen? Just a thought. Amen? But we are citizens of the state. Ooh. But we are citizens of the state. Commonwealth, homeland, which is in heaven. And from it also, we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah as Savior. Hallelujah. So we're, who are we citizens of? What's our homeland? Heaven. So you know what? That's right. Heaven. So guess what? We have homeland security too. Church is heaven. Woo. You've got angels of God. Amen? Amen? As homeland security. Oh, in the military? Yeah, we got that too. Amen? Come on, church. I mean, I mean, come on. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Who will transform and fashion a new the body of our humiliation to conform to and be like the body of His glory and majesty by exerting that power which enables Him even to subject everything to Himself. Amen? I mean, that's good news right there. I told you. Going to have the most amazing hair. It's going to be greater than that. Amen? Yes. Think about it in a glorified body. Whoo! Whoo! Come on. Hallelujah. That's why I was talking even about on Wednesday night. I said, if any of you pass away, now you have to make, we, we can make a contract if you want. To be brought back from the dead. But, that's why I said, I will not raise you from the dead. Because you're going to be mad at me for the rest of your life. Amen? Because you're going to be in heaven. Why would you want? Why? I mean, what? Go back to that old thing? It's got a pot belly. A little bit of back, you know. No, you know, I mean, you know, a little bit of age to you. Whatever it may be. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. 
So we can see here, amen, the transformation that is coming, amen. But we press towards, we press on, amen. We look forward, not back. We don't look back to past failures. It's not about following either. It's not about the size of a following or the size of the church. As a matter of fact, if it's just about numbers, you know, and I talk to this with pastors all the time. I talk even several times on the same subject because churches are seeing it. Churches are filling it. Churches are, because it's really being exposed, who's the real church is. Because even the churches that have their churches open or kept them open most of the time or kept them open all the time, they're seeing this where their church might have been this and now it's this. Because it's really exposing things. It's exposing who really the church is. Amen? Come on. So don't get focused about the numbers. It's not about numbers. It's not about a following. fact of the matter is, Jesus had 12. Amen? And one betrayed Him. I hope that's not that in every 12, there's going to be one that betrays you. But I'm just saying, you know, I mean, think about Jesus. Think about Jesus, even to the very, when He... Resurrected, and he tells them to tarry in Jerusalem until the Holy Ghost comes. 500 here. Only 120 stuck around. 380, poof. They had a better offer. So they thought. They had something worldly to do. They had something else. Do you understand? So it's not about the numbers, because the reality of it is about the numbers. Jerry Jones is the biggest pastor in the United States of America. Because he draws about 100,000 on Football Sunday, or Monday, or whatever day it is. I don't even know. Now, obviously, that's not happening right now. He's got cardboard characters. But is that any different than most of the churches of America anyway? No. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm being a little facetious, but I'm just saying, come on, church. Amen? Hallelujah. And I say that because, you know what? I love you. I love you too much to just stay. Stay status quo or to stay in the mess you're in. I love you too much. I want you out of that. Amen? And I really, it doesn't matter what the mess is. Amen? I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to get you out of the mess. Amen? Amen. By the power of God, I cannot do it, but He can do it. And we look to a greater one. Amen? Come on. For greater is He that is in us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. So we look to the greater one. The greater one that is living on the inside of us. And we're not looking to the past. We're not looking backwards. We're looking forwards. Amen? And I want to tell you this, church. That Galatians 6.9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap. If. Conditional. It's conditional. If we faint not. Why many people do not reap. Their season came to reap, but they didn't reap because they fainted. If we faint not. Amen. So don't grow weary in well-doing. Amen. You know, I find it too is why people will grow weary. Who's ever feels weary? Who's ever experienced that? Where you get weary. You're like, Lord, I'm doing. I'm doing for you. I'm in the Word. I'm in. But you just feel weary. You get feel sometimes like, don't grow weary in well-doing. Keep doing. Keep doing what God's called you to do. Do what God has called you to do. Keep doing. There's a higher calling church. There's a higher calling upon your life. That is what? Each and every one of you are called by God. There is a higher calling. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. 
You know, as an employee of a business, which I'm sure all of you have been at one time, some of you still, if you're an employee, there's a job for you to do. There's a task for you to do. Amen? That is what your job function is. That is what your calling is for that company. But there is a higher calling. Amen? Hallelujah. There are things that we deal with here on earth, but there is a higher calling. Amen? And I will say this, your family is your first ministry. Amen? But there is a higher calling that God has for you. An eternal calling. A heavenly mandate given to you. Amen? Keep doing it. Keep doing what God's called you to do. Keep doing what God's Word says to do. Amen? That's what it says. Don't grow weary in what? Well-doing. In what you're doing for Him. What you're doing for the kingdom. What you're called to do. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Amen? Faint not. Don't faint. Don't quit. Don't give up. Amen? Because in due season. Amen? You shall reap. It's going to come to pass. I prophesy to you this morning. It is coming to pass your season to reap. Amen? Hallelujah! And it's not based upon past failures. It's based upon the now. The present. God is in the now. Faith is now. Hallelujah! That's what the Bible says. Now is faith. Does it say later? Later is faith. Later. There's a season for faith. Is there a season for faith? I guess every season. Amen? Hallelujah. Always. Hallelujah. So don't grow weary in well-doing. Amen? Come on, church. I'm just here to encourage you. Spur you on. I love you. I'm for you. I'm not against you. Amen? And think about it. I'm a man. How much more God is for you? For He is not a man. Hallelujah. He is God. And He is not a respecter of persons. Hallelujah. And I believe that higher calling. We've got to get back, church, to doing what God that what God's called us to do. Amen. Hallelujah. You say, well, what am I called to do? Well, get with God. Amen. But I guarantee you, win souls. Advance the kingdom. Amen. Come on. Fund the harvest. Get get. Amen? Come on. That, that, I mean, it's really, it's got to be whatever it is, like I say, where you attach your, your wagon to it, it's, you, you attach your wagon to the kingdom of heaven. Amen? That, that eternal, amen? What, what God is doing. Amen? It's an eternal thing. Hallelujah. It always has to be connected with eternity. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, something interesting that Paul admonished Timothy to do, because many people say, well, what can I do? I mean, it's been difficult. It's been tough. It's been... Hallelujah. Whatever it may be. But I love what Paul admonished Timothy to do. Stir up the gift that's in you. Look, I'll read the Amplified Classic. 2 Timothy 2.6 Stir up, rekindle the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you. Amen? I encourage you. I encourage you that are watching, you that are listening, stir up the gift this morning. Stir up the gift in the days of head. Keep it stirred up. Amen. Keep it stirred up. Keep that flame burning. Keep stoking it. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. 
Keep it alive. Glory to the Lamb of God. Keep it alive. Don't let it go out. Don't let it go out. Too many have, who knows people, they let, they let it go out. They just let it, they just let it go out. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Amen? Don't let it go out in you. Don't let it go out in your spouse. Don't let it go in, out in your loved ones. I'm not, I'm not letting, that's why I preach the way I preach. Amen? Come on, because I'm not going to let it. I don't want it to go out in you. I'm not going to, come on, I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to build you up. I want to see you strengthened. Amen? Come on, I want to see you built up to accomplish all that God has for you to do. Because the worst thing as a pastor I've ever had to hear is somebody's deathbed praying with them to receive Jesus Christ, which is a wonderful thing, but the saddest thing is when they said their life was a waste. They accomplished nothing for God. They threw their life away. They have nothing but regrets. It is the worst thing as a pastor to ever have to hear. I'm glad they prayed. Their heaven is their home. I'm glad that. But their life was a waste. Come on. Let our lives not be a waste for the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And that's why we keep ourselves stirred up. Stirred up in the Holy Ghost. Stirred up in faith. Stirred up. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to the Lamb of God. You know, this was a hard word, but Jesus told the church in Sardis, Revelation 3, 2, Amplified Classic. You know, we've been studying the book of Revelation and end times. But this is what Jesus told the church in Sardis. Rouse yourselves... And keep awake. And strengthen and invigorate what remains. And is on the point of dying. My goodness. For I have not found a thing that you have done. Any work of yours. Meeting the requirements of my God. Or perfect in his sight. Can you imagine? Wow. Can you imagine? The Jesus Himself. That's something to think about. And, it's not, and you're saying, well, okay, but that's to somebody else. or that's to the, No, no, that's to the church. Yes. That, that's Jesus speaking to the church. Yes. Nothing you've done, it's, a, it's approved of me. Nothing you've done, it's, it was good for the kingdom. Nothing you've done was... Perfect in His sight. In God's sight. That's something. It doesn't meet the requirement. It doesn't pass muster. Amen? But He said, but what remains? Invigorate it. Come on. Light a fire. Amen? Come on. That'll just burn. Light it up. Set ablaze. Like the old African preacher said, dip me in thy kerosene of thy spirit. And set me ablaze so I can burn for you. Amen? That God would dip us in the kerosene of His Spirit. Light the match and set us ablaze. Amen? That we will burn for Him. Amen? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Woo! Glory to the Lamb of God. The message version renders the next verse like this. Revelation 3.3 Think of the gift you once had in your hands, the message you heard with your ears, grasp it again, 
and turn back to God. Amen? Grab a hold. Lay hold of it. Lay hold. I'm here to encourage you. If you've been discouraged over these past months, over this past year, it'll be nothing like what's now and what's ahead. Amen? If you grab a hold of, amen? Amen. The Word of God. What you had. Hallelujah. You grab a hold of it. Turn back to God. Set your face to God. Get ready. He's about to set you ablaze that you will burn and that His glory would come upon you. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited, church. I'm excited about the future and I'm excited about the future of the church. I'm excited about your future, church. Amen? I'm excited about your future, specifically. I'm excited about you that are watching and listening. I'm excited about your future in the things of God. Amen? Come on. Get ready. This is the church's finest hour. And I believe we are on a pathway to victory. Amen? You know, they looked at things. Trump's pathway to victory. Or whatever they want to say. Whatever. I'm on God's pathway to victory. Amen? I want to be going down God's pathway, not anybody else's. And definitely somebody who's going to be doing some statistical and medical data that can be manipulated and is always wrong. They don't know squat, but my Heavenly Father knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. Amen? And He handpicked you to live in such a time as this. So get ready, church. You're on the pathway to victory. We're about to see a great outbreaking of the Spirit. Amen? Come on. It'll just break out. Hallelujah. And every barrier is going to come down. Amen? Will there be barriers? Yes, that's why. There'll be barriers, but they'll come down as the church rises up, amen, and rises up in faith. I'm talking about the God kind of faith coming upon the church. I'm talking about the God kind of miracles, the God kind of things, amen? Come on, hallelujah, because I know I can't do it in myself. You can't do it in yourself, but with God, amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for your power and your presence that is here, that people were refreshed this morning. Even that new, that fresh oil poured out. Hallelujah. Fresh oil poured out upon your people, refreshing your people, touching your people. Hallelujah. We're not going to be seized up. We're not going to be frozen up. We're not going to be rusted, shut. But that fresh oil, hallelujah, comes upon us now. Hallelujah. (laughs) And loosens up the gears and the joints. Hallelujah. Even as your word went forth today, Lord God, dividing the bone and the marrow. Hallelujah. The Lord God, we're not of this world. We might live here, but we have you, Lord God. On our side, we're citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And that, Lord God, everything that you have ordained for us to accomplish shall be accomplished. We want a stamp of approval, Lord God. Stamped. The stamp, the seal of heaven, which actually, Holy Spirit, you are the seal that sealed us. Hallelujah. The promissory, like a, like a promise ring, Holy Spirit. And we claim the promises. The com- promises are yes and amen. God's word declares it and we believe it. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Lord God, for Being with us in this hour, Lord God. I believe we're about to step over a threshold into a season of reaping the blessings like we've never reaped before. 
reaping the harvest like we never reaped before, seeing miracles and signs and wonders like we've never seen before as the church. As the church. So we look up, Lord. We look to you, Jesus. We do business with you today. And we said, here we are, Lord. I say, here I am. Use me. Those that are sitting here. Those that are watching and listening. That they would have the same cry in their heart. Lord, I'm here. Use me. I'm ready for service. Thank you, Lord God, that you order our steps. And we are on the pathway to victory. Thank you, Lord God, for filling us today. Filling us to overflowing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen, church. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, that's what was on my heart. Didn't know it was there, but I've... (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's by the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Strengthen each and every person here, Lord God, and under the sound of my voice. Hallelujah. 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 Things that have slowed them down, Lord. Look, I'm just going to speak this. Things that have slowed you down shall slow you down no more. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Get on the accelerator. Amen? Get on the accelerator. Hallelujah. I used to like really driving fast. But I'm going to drive fast in the Spirit. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, oh, well, Pastor, it's a walk of faith. I know that. (laughs) Amen? But I'm saying is, don't let things slow us down. Amen? We can't let it. Hallelujah. Well, that's what I had. Amen? But let's do this right now. You that are watching and listening, everyone under the sound of my voice, if you've never... Ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You'll see you'll never get on that pathway to victory without first surrendering your life to Jesus. Making Him Lord and Savior of your life. So if you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, today is a day of salvation. It's not too late for you. That's why I know it's not too late for loved ones and friends. That's why I know it's not too late for America because today is the day of salvation. Amen? Amen. So right now, you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to be saved, to be delivered, to be set free. You have an opportunity today, and as you come to Jesus, He'll make you His own. Hallelujah. As you make Him your own. Secondly, many I know go through, they go through life, even believers, even Christians, to find themselves up against difficult situations that take them out. Whatever it may be. Loss of a loved one. A divorce. Financial problems. Offense. All these different things that can take you out. Destroy your life. Maybe you walked away from God. Yeah, you gave your heart to Him at one time, but you find yourself lukewarm. In a state... That would cause God to vomit. You can come back to Jesus. You can fall in love with Jesus all over again. You can make Jesus your first love. So today, if that's you, and you know God's working in your heart. Holy Spirit right now is bringing things to you that you know that if you've dealt with, 
even for a long period of time, maybe for a short period of time. The good news is, today is a day. You turn your back on those things and turn back to Jesus. And thirdly, if the devil's lying to you, telling you're not saved, you're not born again, that you're not going to heaven, today is the day that those lies are broken off your life. So if you fit into one of those categories right now, with now, here's what I want to do is everyone with their eyes, you that are watching, close your eyes, right, raise your right hand to heaven, and repeat this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. That's right. That's right. I call on your name, Jesus. And you're my Lord. I make a confession of faith that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. And I believe in my heart God raised him from the dead. And I'm saved. Jesus, you have made me your own. And I make you my own. And I thank you, Lord, for saving me, for rescuing me. Even this day, the past is the past. And the now is the now. And it's new. And Jesus, lead me in the path of victory. Use me to reach my generation. I believe as I'm saved, my household shall be saved. That you're going to use me to reach my household. You're going to use me to reach my neighbor. You're going to use me to reach my community. And I thank you, Lord, for anointing me now, for equipping me now. I give you the glory. I give you the praise. And I'm not looking back. I'm forgiven as I ask you to forgive me. And I forgive those that have hurt me. And I'm free. And I'm going to live free. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. Hallelujah. You're free. Hallelujah. We're going to leave free, church. We're going to let anything come in. Amen. Come on. We're going to live free. Free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let us know if you prayed that prayer online with us. Amen. Send us a message or whatever. Hallelujah. So let's do this. Let's give you an opportunity to give this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Do what God tells you to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Pastor Gloria, will you come up? Who's blessed by Pastor Gloria? You know, the Bible says, He who finds a wife finds a good thing. This is my good thing. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So let's do this. Just pray over the offering. Amen. Do what God tells you to do. Hallelujah. If you're ready, lift up your offerings. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that you give seed to the sower. There is no lack at the River Church, and we thank you for your goodness that you multiply this seed and you meet all our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So there is no lack. Hallelujah. We go forward today and we sow it and we forget about this because it's the seed that you've given us to sow, and we give it to you cheerfully. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Wow, baby, I love that. Hallelujah. Go ahead and pass the offering. Look at hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And then we'll take communion together. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, it's awesome that that scripture just came to mind. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen? Taste and see. We just got to taste and see. Amen? Because I guarantee you the Lord is good. Amen? Let's do this. Let's take communion. This morning together, I'm going to ask my parents to come up. They'll pray over the bread and pray over the cup. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I have one, so I'm set. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Who's not going to grow weary in well-doing? Amen. I mean, I put my hands on my feet. Amen. We have to continue to encourage ourselves. Encourage ourselves in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray over the, the bread. Pray over the cup. Just switch places so that everybody can see you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, as we stop right now and we focus on you for what you did for us, Jesus. We focus and trust and Do in remembrance according to your word that everything you did on the cross, all that you've done for us in every aspect of our lives has been touched and purified and cleansed and made whole with what you did for us on Calvary and for resurrecting out of the tomb. Father God, you are our all in all and you showed that to us. Through your son, Jesus Christ. We take this bread now as a a remembrance of his broken body and break the bread. And we eat it in remembrance of you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Healing is the children's bread. Hallelujah. As we take this juice and we hold it up. We are lifted up Jesus Christ, the head of the church. And by lifting up this, this cup, representing his precious blood, we are declaring that we are one with God, one with the Father, one with Jesus, one with the Holy Spirit, one with the Word of God. And we believe and we declare today that because we are one, every promise is yes and amen. We declare, Lord, that every sin, every iniquity is under the blood. We declare, Lord, sickness and disease is under the blood. We declare, Lord, that we are righteous right now before God. Hallelujah. We are perfect in Christ today. And we declare he is our Lord. He is our master. He's our best friend. And we take it by faith. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to the Lamb of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, can you imagine Jesus preaches a sermon unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood? I mean, <laughs> wonder how many left the church. You know, I mean, you have this, like, oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. Well, were you even blessed this morning? Amen. Amen. What we're going to do is we're going to go out in prayer. I'm going to ask Joyce to come up. Take us out in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow, wow, wow. Hallelujah. Join in prayer with us, you that are watching, you that are listening. Join prayer. Start praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what really hit me today was our country is where we are at today because of the church. You know, I have lived under, uh, for a lot of years, that the country is in the mess that it is because the church didn't speak up. But I heard a different message today. We live in the freedom that we live in because of the church. But do you realize the responsibility that we each carry as the church to speak up truth because the freedom that we have is because there are those who have gone before us, who have fought for us. Are you willing to fight for your generation? Are you willing to fight for your children, your grandchildren? That puts a huge responsibility on the church. You know, when we prayed just a moment ago, we lifted up our head. It's like we are declaring, we are swearing to God. We are going forth. And we are the church. Do you realize how exciting that is? Come on. Do you realize the responsibility that we have? Yes. Across my living room, the, the archway back home, I live in Minnesota, and for many years it said, when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And that has always been an important scripture for me. And when I develop my website, you know what my theme verse is? When you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Yes. And, um, uh, and you know, I had that saying on my living room wall until I had to pull it down and paint. But, you know, I feel so convicted over what that scripture says that we have to go forth and speak forth truth. I mean, now more than ever. And we live in this victory because we do speak forth truth. And we are asking for more victory. And we raised our hands and said, yes, I will do, do that, Lord. Yes. So here we are as a church. Let's now go before God. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Because you know when you pray in the Holy Ghost, that's when God shows up. So, hallelujah. 
Oh, Sina Maria, Yena Maria, Carasso, Loca Maria, Caracola, and the Bacassi, Dia Saco, Cobania, Caraco, Lena Maria, Yena Maria, Carasso, Oh, Sucopania, Caracola, and the Bacassi, Yeda Sacopania, Caracola, and the Bacassi, Yeda Maria, Yeda Maria, Carasso, Lord of the Bacassi. Oh, I thank you, God, we belong to the church. I thank you, Father, for Jesus, for his shed blood on the cross for our sins. And because we have accepted you for what you have done for us, all that you offer uh, for us, we look forward and we look forward to our citizenship in heaven. That's our home. That is our homeland security, as as was preached today. And so, Father, we don't look behind. We look forward. We look ahead. And we're stirring up the gift that's within us. And so, Father, as we leave today, Father, keep this in remembrance. Holy Spirit that indwells us, keep this in remembrance for us. That wherever we go, whatever we say... We are on assignment. And I thank you, Father. We do love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll finish there. I mean, I might preach another sermon. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, no, no. We're, we're good. So we want to just tell you that you would know that we love you. Amen? Amen. And God loves you. And we'll see you next time. Amen? God bless. Bye-bye.